Welcome to the Infinitely Radiant Podcast, where my mission is to empower moms through pelvic and whole body wellness. My name is Miranda, and I'm bringing a holistic approach to helping moms reach their full potential and live their life to the fullest. I will be breaking down stigmas that we moms face and empowering you to elevate your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to be the best you yet. I'm excited to have you join me on the quest to being infinitely radiant mamas. Welcome to today's episode. I've got on Dr. Talanda Bryant, who empowers busy women entrepreneurs and high-achieving corporate women to prioritize their luxury self-care, health, and wellness for a balanced and opulent lifestyle. And today we'll be diving into strategies we can do to prioritize our self-care and wellness, even with our busy lives. So welcome, Talanda. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well, Miranda. How are you? I'm doing good. So excited to have you on and talk about self-care because I know we hear a lot about it, but sometimes it's hard to know, well, what exactly is self-care? What does it entail? And then finding the time, right, to do it can be hard. So I'm excited to dive into this. So let's first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Yes. So I am a doctor of physical therapy and I'm also a women's health and wellness coach. And as you've stated, I do empower women entrepreneurs and high-achieving corporate women to learn how to prioritize their self-care, their health, and wellness within busy lifestyles. And I currently offer online coaching services, and my current signature offer is the six-week wellness transform her. And then I'll also be offering a luxury wellness retreat for some ladies to get away in a Caribbean country, and it's called the Overachiever Retreat. <laughs> I love that. That sounds awesome. So amazing. Excited to hear more about that as we go along. But can you go into what inspired you to do what you do and get into helping women prioritize their self-care? Yes, that is a good question. I remember when I first started my career as a physical therapist, I was so excited and eager to get into the clinic and I quickly got burnt out and I felt like I didn't have time for myself. And after every shift, I would go home and just kind of like crash and my friends would just <laughs> talk about me about not making time for them and I wasn't able to do things that I wanted to within my own schedule on my own terms. So I ended up resigning and I launched my cash-based PT practice at the time. And throughout that entire process, I just became passionate about helping other women to learn how to have time freedom within their schedules and prioritize those things that were important to them that may or may not be important to the companies that they were working for. Yes, so important. And I share a very similar story in my transition with being a PT and getting burnout, starting my own business. So that's awesome. You're able to recognize that and go on that journey of finding yourself and putting yourself first because it is hard. And I know, especially for moms too, or busy working women, it can be hard to do things for ourselves and put ourselves first. So as we kind of mentioned already, self-care is talked a lot um, about these days, but for those who don't know what it means or, you know, what it entails to focus on your self-care, could you explain that a little bit more? Yes. So self-care essentially means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy 
and ultimately serve your family, your career, and your community at the highest level. And I would also say that luxury self-care specifically is something that you deem refreshing and replenishing to your soul, your body, and mind. And it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive, as the name might imply. Gotcha. Yeah, I love that you point that out and that luxury self-care, even though it sounds luxurious and like it might be having to spend a lot of money, you know, like going somewhere for a weekend, it doesn't necessarily mean that. And so for those who are like, well, what does self-care entail? Is it just taking time for me to read or walk or like making sure I prioritize exercise or going above and beyond and doing some of the extra things. So what are some types and examples of self-care and kind of where the luxury self-care falls in? So I would say some examples of self-care is going to be different for everyone, but specifically the ones that are most common for women would be going to the spa, getting a massage, shopping, journaling, attending fitness classes, um, meditating, going to get your hair and your nails done, things that are going to help you to feel rejuvenated. And it's something that's really important because you can't really be there for anyone else until you're fully taken care of. So you definitely want to make sure to prioritize anything that is important to you so that you can go about living your life on a very high level. I would also say that um, it's important to partake in self-care activities that you yourself deem luxurious and rejuvenating because some people might look at activities that you enjoy as frivolous or it might seem like not productive, but if it's important to you and it helps you to feel great from day to day, then I think it's something that should be prioritized. Love that. Yeah, not feeling bad about what other people might think about your choices or self-care options or sometimes what amount of money you spend if it makes you feel good when you want to go out and do something that costs more money for yourself and get really pampered and just give back to yourself in that way. I say, do that, go you and find what helps replenish your energy and helps you just give back to yourself. Cause I know me, especially early days in being a mom, I felt like my identity was being a mom and I didn't give to myself enough mm. and have had to learn that I need to give into myself so that I can be a better mom for my daughter and even be a better wife for my husband. And so I think, I feel like it's easy to, especially as women and moms put ourselves last and try and take care of everybody. But what we really need to do is focus on us and taking care of ourselves first so that we can be the best version of ourselves to take care of everybody. And love you pointing out those different examples because some people wonder, well, what does self-care look like? What could it be? Are there specific things? So thank you for pointing out all of those. I do want to get into on if self-care is all equal. So like someone taking time for their, themselves and reading or going on a walk and exercising versus going out and maybe doing a salon day or even a weekend get away if there's a difference or when is best to do what kind of self-care? It's a really good question. I would say as long as you can regularly integrate meaningful activities within your schedule, whether it's reading a book or 
uh, professional development for 15 minutes or um, running and going to the gym, anything that's going to help you to feel refueled. And even if it's like 30 minutes here or 10 minutes there, anything that helps you to feel relaxed it's going to definitely better improve your health and your overall wellness. So I would say no to that question. Self-care isn't always going to be equal. And I think in different seasons of your life, it can look differently and you just have to modify and adjust as best as you can. And our interests change as well as we get older. So I think as long as you're doing something that intrigues you and you're making time for it on a consistent basis, you're going to see the rewards within your lifestyle and also have better energy. Very good point on seasons of life changing because there's some days where you're probably, or I know me sometimes just struggling on finding extra time for myself where it might be taking a few minutes or even 30 minutes to do something for myself versus other times or seasons of life where it might not be as busy. So just, I think one takeaway is giving ourselves grace too on if we think, oh, I need to have this amount of time. It doesn't have to be that way. Just taking even little chunks of time and doing something for you within that is still a big win and better than not doing anything for yourself at all. So just giving ourselves grace and with what we can do for self-care, doing that. As far as like weekend trips or retreats, would you say there's a recommendation on how often or trying to make that a priority for our lives? Yeah, I would say if you can do something that is allowing you to escape the day-to-day, -day, maybe once every two or three months, like that should be like a really good goal, whether it's a retreat where you're at a destination for a couple of days or over the weekend, it just helps you to feel replenished. And you also get to learn things um, depending on where you are um, that can bring insight into your life and help you to become more cultured and just grow as a person. So I would say at least every quarter, that should be a really good thing to incorporate within your lifestyle. But if you can do it more frequently, <laughs> that would be even more <laughs> ideal. Right. Yeah, that's where schedule-wise can be hard to take that time. And especially if it's a weekend, um, maybe it can be easier to find a Saturday, Sunday, do a quick weekend trip and not have to worry about cutting into the weekdays, but finding some time once a quarter. And that probably can look different too. Maybe sometimes of the year, if they're more busy, might just be like a one night getaway or something like that. Maybe not a whole weekend, but finding that time to really give back to yourself, especially. And can you tell us a little yeah. bit about your luxury retreat that you do? Yes. Yeah, so I'm actually planning my first one and I am planning on having 10 ladies there. And the theme is just all about feminine rest and refueling yourself and having uninterrupted time for you. And we'll also be going on different excursions and I'll be doing some wellness coaching as well to encourage the lady to implement certain strategies within their busy lives. 
So I'm currently planning on um, having the ladies attend this luxury spa. And then I also want to have people coming in from one of the spas in the area to get massages. And if they want to get facials as well, I just want all of the ladies that attend to just feel um, like they're just being pampered all weekend. So it is a four day, three night retreat that I'm planning. It's in the country of Caraco. So. <laughs> so out of the States even fun. Yes. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Four days to pour into yourself. Walking away from that weekend, I'm sure can help someone feel completely different and transformed and how, and just their energy going back home to their day-to-day -day life. That's amazing. And one thing I thought of that I wanted to touch on with if the self-care being equal is if with different types of self-care, like emotional versus the physical or spiritual, those different aspects, if prioritizing those in some way each day or week, or back to the, if doing what you can, and if one of those is what you can fit in, then better than nothing. So your take on the other types of um, self-care. Yes, that's a good point. I would say if you can focus on the things that you really need in any particular season in your life, like for example, spiritual and mental health is a really big, a really big thing. So um, maybe attending church or fellowshipping with other people in your community. Um, I would say if you feel like you need mental health counseling, if you're going through a traumatic experience in life or you're grieving um, the loss of a loved one or um, anything that is um, going to cause you to want to go into like a depressed state, you want to try to counteract that with doing things that's going to help you in the long term. So whether that's focusing on your spiritual health, your mental health, physical health, your emotional health, you can try to incorporate these things in your life regularly, or if depending on the season that you're in and the life experiences that you're going through, you might want to hone in one or a combination of them all um, to a certain degree to make sure that your whole well-being is being addressed and that you are well taken care of. Definitely. Yeah. I'm glad we dove into that a little bit more because there can be different types of self-care within that, that making sure we're giving to ourselves with those different kinds of self-care, like you mentioned, the emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, to fully give into ourselves with all those different needs that we have as well. So appreciate you shedding some more light on that. So much more into self-care that I have learned recently, but I'm sure a lot of other people learning more and more about how they can prioritize their self-care and what that looks like for them and developing those routines if they don't have them already. So thank you for that. And is there anything else you would like the audience to know or to share with them? Yes, I would say that self-care should be a, it's a necessity, not a luxury. And even if you start with something small and meaningful for yourself every day, eventually it'll become as part of your regular routine and it'll seem second nature to you. And you'll also start to feel better too. So just make sure you prioritize yourself. 
Love that. And with you mentioning routine, that made me think of just, I know sometimes I can be that type where I want to try and start a lot of new things at once. And so for people that maybe have heard a lot of ideas here, or they're like, oh, I've been wanting to do these things. And so trying to do a lot at once can sometimes be overwhelming. As far as Mm -hmm. maybe someone who's trying to start on their self-care journey, a good place to start if you have any recommendations so that it's not overwhelming and they're trying to throw in a lot of new things at once. Yes, I would highly recommend outsourcing tasks and delegating different things to other members um, that you know within your community, whether that's hiring someone to come in and do household cleaning once or twice a month to get more of your time back, maybe hire a personal chef or a meal prep service. If you're really busy and you don't have time to prepare healthy meals. Um, And then another thing I would say is If you aren't the most organized at home, like if you have a lot of clutter, maybe having someone that is a professional organizer to come and assist you with creating an environment that's conducive to having peace and order in your life. So I think that's the key is just really knowing when to distinguish when you should outsource to get more of your time back so that you can focus on yourself. Yeah, definitely. Because there can be a lot of things between not only work, but the home tasks that we have to do that can add up and make it seem like it's impossible to find extra time. And so where we can recognizing, okay, what can we outsource? Like you said, all those different options to have somebody else help support that off your plate so that you have that time to pour back into yourself to ultimately help your health and then that of, you know, those around you as well. So love that. And how can people best find you if they want to learn more, follow you, or work with you? Yes. If you're interested in working with me or looking at some of my resources, you can visit www.yourladywell.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at yourladywell. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm excited for everyone to follow you, learn more, dive more into their self-care. And it's been a pleasure having you on for you sharing all this information with us and your work that you're doing to help empower women to pour back into themselves and prioritize themselves. I love that. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you again for having me, Miranda. It was an honor to be here with you today. Of course. Thank you all for listening to today's episode, and I look forward to catching you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's Infinitely Radiant episode. If you haven't already, please share this out so we can help other mamas and women live an infinitely radiant life. If you'd like to work with me, Dr. Miranda, please see the show notes for how to schedule a call with me so you can live your active life, leakage, and pressure-free. Remember to take some time for you today, and let's keep on the journey of being infinitely radiant.